Better listen very carefully. A good martial artist does not become tense, but ready. Essentially, at this point, the fight is over. So you pretty much flow with the goal. Who is worthy to be trusted with the secret to limitless power? I'm ready. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another Bulletproof for BJJ podcast. I'm here, I'm JT, and we're in a new space with Joey. We're out here in, in the workspace. It's nice. This is not the new digs. This is just today, having a play. Jules, Jules hooked us up. Having a feel? Feels very professional. It does. It's Soundproofing and shit. It's nice. You might find, if you sit at a desk a lot, that you get a bit hunched. And if you also train jiu-jitsu and sit at a desk or drive a lot, you get this BJJ posture. Yeah. And we're going to talk about how to fix your BJJ posture. Yeah. First step, you got to stop training jits. <laughs> well, no, we're, we're not going to do that. You go see the physio, physio's like, just stop doing that thing. Stop that- it with your fucking karate classes, would you? What, Mexican ground karate? Get over it. What are the problems? Because, you know, oftentimes people go, oh, I got pain at the front of my shoulder and just don't know what that is. I get headaches all the time, you know, my neck's yeah. a bit jacked. People are like, oh, I can't. Every time I lift my arms up, you know, like you you get people complaining about these various symptoms. These are symptoms of BJJ posture because shoulders are kind of hunched forward, thoracic spine is rounded, and head is too far forward. All these lead to lots of problems, but we don't realize it until we get an injury. Yeah, and naturally we tend to think it's like, oh, I've got a sore shoulder because my shoulder's a mess. Yeah. Like zoom out a little bit, you've just got dysfunction of the whole upper spine, neck, shoulder area. Yeah. So yeah, your shoulders aren't working properly. The pain is here, but it's related to this greater issue of upper body dysfunction. Yeah. So what is causing the problem other than, okay, you do jujitsu. So I used to think I had this idea that, man, you need to have the strongest lats to be a great grappler. Like having really big, strong back, big lats. Like lats was what it was all about. The muscle under here, around the side of the ribcage. But actually what I, I came to understand through the journey was that, um, yeah, having strong muscles there is good. But if you get too tight in the lats, the lats are an internal rotator of the shoulders. And that rounds your upper back. You could be really strong through there. But there's a critical point at which it stops your ability to actually be able to move well and it rounds your spine so you get that that hunchback the other thing too because even though big titties is popular on instagram tight pecs too many push-ups too much bench press big titties is still popular oh yeah but, but yeah, maybe tight not pecs, you know not good for posture <laughs> let's you not you about son yeah, of a I bitch don't. you old sailor you <laughs> let's let's not throw big titties out the window with the yeah, bathwater. Come fan, on, please. And then also the, the the forward head posture. If you're playing guard a Jules lot, Jules is like, yeah, titties. <laughs> Jules <laughs> is dying. He would never say it. If you're playing guard a lot, you might feel it. Like you're constantly sitting up. Yeah, pushing and your head really forward. using these muscles a lot. And I find like if I haven't played guard for a while, that I actually get a bit of neck fatigue. Oh yeah. I'm trying to just constantly... It's like planking through the neck. Yeah, people pushing your head down. You're trying to come up like this. And this can lead to all kinds of pain through the back of the neck and the head. And so you get a lot of tension through the front and the armpits. But what that means is you get very weak at the back. Yeah. 
And so how are we going to solve this problem? Tight pecs, tight lats, you know, tight muscles here. A lot of what's not talked about uh, when getting strong, because people always be like, yeah, but how much do you bench? It's like, as soon as someone says- I mean, no one actually ever asked me that anymore. You get that in your in your strong random realm? stupid people say that it's a, just a it's a in my opinion it's just a dumb question because if that's all you really care about then you don't really get what's you gotta stop hanging around dumb cunts <laughs> well <laughs> that might wreck the podcast it <laughs> <laughs> was boom. there on a platter people um, so but no we, let's talk about scaps let's talk about upper back let's talk about getting the shoulder blades back yeah so if we're gonna fix BJJ posture. What do we feel is the first step there? The way I look at it, I think the, the spine is the first thing to go at. Thoracic. Yeah, and so, you know, the, the thoracic spine, guys, you've got kind of three sections of the back. You've got the lumbar spine, you've got the thoracic spine, which is like kind of the middle to the top of your shoulder blades, and then you've got the cervical, which is your neck. And so really, yeah, I used to call it the cervical spine. I think we all did. And then someone's like, you don't have a spine in your cervix. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, <guess> Mark. <laughs> Yeah, thoracic spine typically has a has a, a forward rounding shape to it. It's natural, but it gets exacerbated. And you, you see it. You look at someone that is like hardcore at a desk every day. You look at yourself in the mirror when you're sitting at the computer. You look at your coworkers, and we're really over-accentuating that shape. Now, the tricky part is the shoulders go forward as well. But if we just start like hammering the shoulders, right? Like so I use this example a lot. I was talking with a... Um, a uh, friend from jiu-jitsu the other day is like, oh man, I can't get my arms overhead. And so we we looked at his actual shoulder range and I, I was like, bro, your your shoulder range isn't that bad, but it's because your upper back is so rounded that even when you're in full overhead position, your arms are still not overhead. Whereas if you could address your upper back, now the shoulder looks much healthier. Yeah. So he's like, fuck, I never knew that. I was just like hammering my shoulders all the time. Of course. So I think the best place to start is the spine because it kind of is the key to unlock many parts. I think you actually did a post about it the other day with, with the plate and the uh, the box. Uh, I think it was like a quick excerpt from either your own training or small group stuff. And it was just like a, a thoracic spine opener. I mean, people typically use like a blue foam roller. Sometimes a red one. A red one. No, it was just, I think it was just simply uh, just using like a low box. I like to use the edge of a couch. Whatever you you know, whatever uh, floats your boat, and yeah, I think you had a five kilo weight plate. Yeah, and just doing that. Yeah, for someone who's like, like if you're just looking for a good high percentage one that's going to open up that area, a bit of load, probably like two kilos would be enough for a lot of folks who haven't done it before. And it can be quite gnarly on the shoulders, just depending where you're at. So kind of proceed with caution. But yeah, you're just trying to get some kind of block under your thoracic, like pretty much in between the shoulder blades, be at the edge of a couch, a foam roller, a bench, whatever you got. And then you're trying to apply some load and hang it out far. So there's a lot of leverage on it and just bend your spine the opposite Other direction. Yeah, yeah. It's just kind of, it's very brutally simple like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's a, it's a great move. And once somebody has spent a bit of time opening up the thoracic, my, my call personally is to stretch the lats. Yeah. It's a classic thing. You see people maybe stretching their chest a bit, but people ignore stretching their lats. And now I find that to be probably the, one of the biggest inhibitors in terms of lifting the arms up. Do you have a favorite lat stretch, Joe? I think side hang cobra. Oh, the best. Yeah, it would be but my bru- favorite. It's brute. It's brutal. And the setup is, it doesn't, you know, you need a ring and shit. Yeah. What do you like? I am actually a big fan of just hanging, but supinated. 
I think this is... Uh, yeah. Yeah. We've spoken about that. It's actually incredibly simple. And a lot of people just don't do it because they just don't have the grip strength. You don't even have to do it for a long time. If you know there's a beam or a branch or whatever, and you can wrap your mitts around it and just hang out there for five seconds, that does a lot to help open out through the shoulder. Yeah. And just like lean the head through, play with it a little bit. The longer you can hang, the better. But I actually find that to be not only a great lat stretch, but forearm, bicep, that whole chain. And that'll also get your thoracic, right? Yeah. Like if you were going to do just one thing yeah. to fix all of this, that drill, supinated hang, or even pronate, like whatever you can do, is going to kind of hit the mark for all of it. It will be very helpful. It's really interesting with hanging, and this just to me reinforces why I need to do it sort of often, daily, if not every other day. But when I jump, like I'll jump up to a bar that my – and say my feet will be hanging just off the ground. Yeah. But once I'm hanging for like 30, 40, 60 seconds, my feet will, depending on the height, I'm actually getting closer to the floor. Mm. And you'll feel like your length change by a matter of like five centimeters. And we all want that length change. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's up. But yeah, so especially after a heavy grappling day, the day before, if I hang the day after, I'm like, man, I'm I'm opening some shit up here. And for, for me, for, for pecs, I'm a huge fan of a scorpion stretch, yep. which is just arm out, lying down on the ground and taking the foot behind because that also opens up through hip flexor a bit as well. Yeah. That's simple enough. You know, anyone can do that movement. Uh, for some people, it can be a bit intense. The wall one's good for those that find that too intense, huh? I think the the biggest thing is people just don't make time for it because also it feels really uncomfortable. Yeah, it fucking sucks, right? When you're tight and shit and bound, and someone's like, hey, stretch, it's like, it feels really uncomfortable. Yeah. But you got to think about it. Like, if you are really tight in those areas, you just, you physically can't move. Yeah. Like, you're kind of a prisoner trapped inside your own body in that part of the body. So, when you open up, like, it is interesting that you see people who have chronic tightness just from fucking grappling a shitload and never really looking after themselves. When they start to unlock their body, they actually become happier people. Yeah. Like you see the sparkle come back into their eyes. <laughs> you're like, yeah, man, stretching. Like yeah. it does some fucking profound shit. Yeah, because you're not in chronic pain. And I think that's the thing that we, you know, people are like, oh, why would I bother doing like stretch my lats, stretch my pecs? Gordon doesn't stretch. God, just whatever. But the truth is we don't want you to be in chronic pain. You do not have to be in chronic pain. Yeah, you don't want to be in chronic pain either. <laughs> like you might be like, no, I'm good. I it's love like, it. Listen, Jocko, if we could remove some of that pain, you would actually be a happier person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can carry the boats. Ultimately, we want you feeling better on the mats as well as off the mats. So it's actually really simple, guys. We need to open up the thoracic, stretch that out a bit more. There's a lot of ways to do that. Uh, we need to stretch the lats to improve our overhead position and just get a bit more range. And then pecs. And the crazy thing about this is, and the funny thing is people are always really surprised. They're like, you know that mobility stretching stuff? I tried it. It works. And they're so surprised. I'm like, yes, we, it's, we didn't invent it. It's been going on for hundreds, you know, if not thousands of years. Yeah. People do these things and they feel better for it. And we want you to feel better. And so that's why we're saying, we need you to fix your BJJ posture. Yeah, get on it. You can find those stretches. We'll tag them up in this video. Hopefully they pop up in the cards. Jules, take note. <laughs> you, 
you can find those stretches in our mobility program, right? Yes. Which if you go to bulletproofbjj.com, start a free trial, they're all there. You'll also find them in the standards program on it. But you'll also find them if you want to go to our website. And if you are there for the first time, you'll get a pop-up to download our ebook on BJJ warm-ups and cool-downs. And the stretches are all in there. It's they're all in free. there. So yeah. get that shit. Awesome. Be about it. Get it. Thanks, fam. Peace. Peace.